Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello. We were waiting around a while and, um, you know, Stokesy came out at one point and said two minutes um, and then about an hour passed and we were like, we can't just keep sitting here. Like, are we going to have a beer or not? Or uh, And, yeah, guys got a bit fed up and just decided, all right, it's time to go. So it was unfortunate. It was the first time in my career that I've, I've not had a drink with them after a series and uh, it was a bit of a shame. So, um, you know, they caught up with a few of the boys in the nightclub later on that night. Um, I was, I'd have gone home by that stage. But, um, yeah, it was a shame not to, you know, have a beer and just reflect on what was a pretty cool series. That's Steve Smith speaking on the run home with Joel and Flex during the week. Backing up uh, your exclusive story from Monday's show, Tim, that uh, wasn't all was made out to be with the post-match Ashes drinks. What have you made of all that this week? Well, we're not surprised, are we? No. It is what it is. It was reported straight off the bat, I remember, from a few journos the night after the game. And when you, when you put it into context, like the great Jamie Cox did for us on Twitter last week, the urn was presented at 10 past 7, and the Aussies left at around 10.50 or even later. Like, I'm all for retirement speeches, but you're talking about a half an hour a long where one. you get two <laughs> groups of people together just to have a beer, and it should be prioritised. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. And then if you listen to Travis Head during the week saying that, well, we didn't really design, by design meet in a nightclub. Mm. It just happened to be it was a Monday night. There was nowhere else to go and groups of both teams were there. So it's disappointing. And <clears throat> you've had, yeah, had I've had some calls this week from people who, again, just doubled down on the fact that they were not going to have a beer. And I don't, and I don't mind that, but just say it. Yeah, just own it. Exactly. Why? Why? I think that's a bit of a thing with the you know the stuff around the spirit of cricket and um, and now this stuff with the beers with the English. It's just they're trying to put on this front in front of everyone, and then behind closed doors, it's a totally different persona. If mm. you believe what we're being told, and we've been told by numerous sources, both in and around the group, and people who were actually there watching. The change rooms from a from a media spot. So, oh, I just find it disappointing. Then Ben Stokes puts out a text at four eleven a.m. to say, "Oh no, we we met up, we had a beer," mm. which takes me to my next phase. Is I'm also reliably informed oh, we that he was very very cold to Pat Cummins. Right, very cold. Okay. Hasn't been confirmed by any players or people were there, but I have it from some pretty good sources. There you go. So there, it, it wasn't all matey-matey. I think the guys that are friends had a beer and a drink together, but I think the rest of them stayed pretty separate. That's my mail. How many players would have gone to the nightclub? Was there a lot of nightclubbers uh, in that Aussie well, team? they're getting a bit old. Like you said, Steve Smith didn't mm. go. I, I wouldn't imagine there would have been more than 10. Yep. I don't reckon. Um. You know, you tend to have partners and staff and it's more important or it's just nicer to stay at a hotel somewhere that's a bit more controlled. Mm-hmm. So I'd imagine most people would have gone there for a few hours and then they've either gone to bed or the younger group or the guys who want to kick on have, have kicked on, but it certainly wouldn't have been what it would have been had it have been in the change rooms. Another thing that caught my eye this week was Michael Clark's comments on Steve Smith in the T20 team. Uh, this is what he said on Sky Sports Radio's Big Sports Breakfast during the week. That, to me, is embarrassing for the selectors. 
They had him in the World Cup squad last year, and he couldn't make the 11. Goes he, and has an awesome big bash. Mate, which... Opening the we, batting. We, we weren't playing our best cricket. We kept they, they actually kept him out of the team in preparation for the World Cup to give... Well, I think they opened the batting with Cameron Green. They give everybody else to go apart from Smitty. Mm. And everyone said, mate, he's got, he's got to be in your best 11. He doesn't get a game. We go terribly in the World Cup. Now, so what, he's better prepared for this World Cup coming in 12 months' time? Bizarre comments from where yeah. I sit, Tim. I don't well, quite understand. Well, it a little bit. The, the, even the last bit, they went terribly at the World Cup. Did they? We, we got a washed-out game and didn't go through on net run rate. So... That game against England gets played. We win. We go to the next round. You never know. We're, we're the current holders. So mm. we're not a terrible T20 team. Um, yeah, and embarrassing? No, it wasn't for me. Steve Smith, as great a player as he is, and no one will ever deny that, particularly in the lead-up to that World Cup, was mm. not playing well. Absolutely. And, in fact, if you go back to, to Dubai World Cup, people were saying, why is he still in the team? Mm. Then he was replaced really by Tim David, mm-hmm. who I don't think many people had too many no issues there. No issues with. Um, and I think if you go even deeper than that, you look at why he wasn't playing. I think I saw a stat the other day about his last twenty innings or something like that in T Twenty cricket. He was averaging like low twenties at a very low strike rate. When you want to be batting it at that stage, four or five, that just doesn't cut it. So that's why he wasn't playing. And the position in the team was a middle-order spot where you want power. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't suit Steve Smith. Fast forward to now. Aaron Finch isn't there anymore. Circumstances <laughs> have completely changed. Yeah. So it's not embarrassing. The facts are the, the circumstances have changed. You've got a spot that's opened up because Aaron Finch has retired. Yep. Since he's retired, Steve Smith, who has struggled traditionally in T20, has gone back to the Big Bash and absolutely dominated yep. as an opening batter and demanded selection in Aaron Finch's spot, probably ahead of Travis Head. He would have been the other option yep. to open the batting. So to say it's embarrassing, I think it was. it's actually really clear why he wasn't playing when he wasn't playing, and now he has got a chance. I don't think it means he's going to play all the time in the T20 side. He's got a chance in South Africa to take his T20 form opening the batting into international cricket. And if he can do that, he'll keep playing. If he doesn't, then Travis Head or someone like that will be knocking on the door to take his spot. Hit the nail on the head there. There's no need to dissect that anymore, I don't think. What about Mitch Marsh becoming the new T20 captain? That announced just after we got off air, basically on yep. on Monday. Good appointment? Yeah, I think so. I mean, why I said Travis Head, I thought would be someone they would look very closely at. I'm sure they did, but I do. I, I, I like Mitch Marsh. He's captain the Perth Scorchers. He's captain Western Australia. Uh, he's one of the great team men. Uh, he's very popular. And he's, he's the sort of person as well that you would want to play for. You want to follow Mitch Marsh. He's got that sort of aura about him. So, um, yeah, I think it's it's exciting for him. I can't wait to see how he goes with it. Um, and, yeah, I think, yeah, a really, really good appointment. We've got uh, plenty we can talk about here. We've got to get to the news in a minute. Texts are flying in as well. We'll get to those shortly as well. But just quickly... Uh, some issues, I think, from the listeners on Monday when you said, uh, talking about the next uh, opener after David Warner yep. retires. Australia A coach Adam Voger said Marcus Harris, Matt Renshaw, Cam Bancroft are at the head of the queue. Who, for we, who we, all, who we yes. mentioned? I think uh, Henry Hunt was one name that you overlooked, though. What's your thoughts well, did on Did I him? overlook him? I mean, we're looking for one opening spot to replace David Warner. We named three. Where's Henry Hunt then? He's four, well, is he playing for Australia A? Mm, okay. 
I don't think he is. Fair so enough. he's probably down the pecking order. Hammer, can you get me his numbers? And But this is not a go at Henry Hunt because I remember speaking to George Bailey about four years ago when George wasn't even a selector and said that I really liked him. There was something about him. He reminded me of a, a sort of a younger Manus and it wasn't just the way he batted. It's He he's technically looks nothing like Manus. Hmm. What he reminded me of Manus and, and David Warner-esque players was he's running between the wickets and his energy in the field. And I thought straight away he's got something about him. He started his shield career really well, but he's dropped off in the last 12 months. So he's he's someone that they'll certainly be looking at in the future, but I think he's probably down the pecking order a little bit at the moment. Texts are flying in this morning on uh, 0437 555. Lads, I'd much prefer to listen to you blokes on the drive to work before 9am than Kane Corns make the change. Oh, definitely are seven, you reading out selective Definitely text. 7 to 9, boys. Another one there. Uh, so, look, that's a good start for the 7 to look, 9 push, Tim. I, I'm taking your word for it because, once again, the text machine on my screen is not working. So <laughs> these could be one-sided. Brent could just be reading out... The ones that favour his time slot. Not at all, Tim. I'm a fair, fair person. Uh, lots of cures coming in for your hangover too. We'll get to that uh, very, very soon. But it's time to head to the news now here on SEN Tassie Breakfast. Thanks to Harrison Agents.